Welcome back to In His Service Together Radio in association with the Evangelical Church Alliance International. I'm your host, Elman Krupnik.
Well, good morning. It is a joy to have all of you here this morning. Please turn with me in your red hymnals to number 549, and we'll sing the doxology together. Number 549 in the red hymnal. Thank you. 
Lord in prayer. Our gracious God, we are so thankful that you have gathered all of us here to come and worship you. And Lord, you know that we are facing physical challenges of illness, we are facing emotional challenges, events that are happening in our lives that are just so difficult for us to understand and to deal with. And Lord, we lay those needs before you. We think of the needs of family members and friends. We think of the patients throughout this medical center that are here, the families that will be visiting, the staff that is working. God, we just offer in prayer to you the needs and requests that they have. And Lord, as we come before you in all things, our desire is to worship you. And Lord, many times we don't feel up to the task. But God, we'd ask that the presence of your Holy Spirit would remind us in all things that they are there to remind us of your care and of your love and of our desire to pray to you in all things. God, we would ask that you would just bless this time as we come and worship. And we are so thankful that you taught us to pray by saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for praying with me this morning. Our next song is number 409, I Will Sing the Wondrous Story.
no. We're trying, man. We're trying. There you go. Trying to get over the the crud, right? So, got the cough drop in, trying to do the best I can. Oh, thank you. Our scripture reading this morning is the Gospel of John, chapter 14, beginning with verse 23. Jesus replied, Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. And this I have spoken while still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. And do not be afraid. Amen. Let us pray. God, you know that we are here freely because we want to worship you. And Lord, I would just ask that you would help me to say the things that we all need to hear because our hope is in you in all things. And Lord, I would just ask that your spirit would give that direction Show us that purpose and fill the need that we have in our lives. Help me now, I pray, in Christ's name. Amen. Well, I hope that none of you have been sick lately, um, but I have, and uh, I don't like being sick. I kind of liked being sick when I was in school, so I could miss school, but I don't like being sick. And as I've been sick this whole, whole week, I haven't been able to get rid of it. But finally today was a little bit better than the other previous sick day, sick, six days. And so I hope I will be able to give you something that the Lord has laid on my heart, even through this, this week. And one of the things the Lord has laid on my heart this week is I've been reminded again and again, that as followers of Jesus Christ, we should not be afraid. But yet I must admit, as we always joke about using the I statements around here, that I have found myself at times the sum of all my fears. The sum of the things that I'm afraid of. Some of the things that I know that scare me, to some of the things that I don't know that scare me. And as I was thinking about the whole idea of being the sum of my fears, I want to ask you, are you the sum of your fears? What scares you? What frightens you? I'm not talking about being afraid of the dark or the boogeyman or anything like that. I'm talking about the sum of our fears, and especially my fears, 
when I think about those things that I cannot control, when I think about those things that are unknown, but yet I am struggling because I want to know, and yet I know that I'm not going to know everything that I want to know, and that scares me. God does not want us, does not want me, does not want you to be the sum of our fears. God wants us to be the sum of who we are in Christ. And in the presence of Christ, as followers of Jesus Christ, we should be, I should be, exhibiting the sum of my relationship that I have in Christ. Through the power of His Spirit that is in my life, that is always with me. So when I felt myself overwhelmed at times this week with my fears, instead of running away, instead of finding a way to go and hide so I would not be experiencing those fears, I found myself praying to God, telling God what my fears were, telling God what I was afraid of, asking God to help me with my fears, asking God to help me deal with the things that I am afraid of asking God to reveal himself to me in a very special way so that I would not be the sum of my fear. And when I did that, I found myself empowered by the presence of God in my life. All the fears did not go away, but the fears that I have, the fears that were in my life, received the proper perspective that God wanted me to give them. Because I think a lot of times God places those fears in our lives to remind us to totally be dependent upon Him for all things. So I want to submit to you the whole idea that sometimes the fears that we have, sometimes the fears that I have, it is a good thing. Because it reminds us of our weaknesses. It reminds us of the things that we can't control. The things that we can't understand. It reminds us of how fragile and how vulnerable our lives are. And I think that's a good thing because it reminds us that as we walk with God each day, our dependency should be on our relationship with Him. Not on the things that we feel that we can control or that we can manipulate or that we can take advantage of. Not the things that we can see not the things that we can manage, but on a dependency upon God that takes us far beyond the sum of our own fears. 
And we do that when we understand that we have an advocate for us, the advocate of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Because the Holy Spirit is the representative of God. The Holy Spirit is the representative of Jesus Christ in our lives. And because we have that, because we have that advocate for us, it reminds us again and again that in all the things that we are, we are there because God wants us to show us something better about our lives in which we can improve upon. God takes those things that we are afraid of. He takes those things that scares us. He takes those things that gives us so much anxiety and he gives us an understanding and a presence that he has in our lives that can only come from God. It doesn't mean that our fears will be removed or that our anxieties will be absent from our lives. No. On the contrary. It is a reminder from God that He has created us each individually in a very special way. Because your fears, at least some of them, are going to be different than my fears. Because the sum of our own individual fears is reflective of our own personal walk that we have in our lives, the things that we have experienced. Our own individual walk with God that we have had. But yet, we are not without hope. And it is that hope that we have in the relationship that we have with God through His Son, Jesus Christ, that hopes that gives us an understanding of all of the circumstances that we find ourselves in. I don't know about you, but I always like people to like me. I always want people to accept me for who I am. I know that that is unrealistic, but I don't think any of us want to sense a rejection from anybody that we come in contact with in our lives. We want to be accepted. We want people to love us for who we are. But God reminds us that that's not always going to happen, but He accepts us for who we are. He loves us for who we are. And as we walk with God each day, we need to be reminded that in our hope that we have in God, that God loves you just for the way that you are. I am so thankful for that. I am so thankful that God loves me just for who I am. And I can place my hope in that. So when you feel, when I feel that people don't appreciate you or appreciate me, when we have that sense of rejection, when we have that sense of failure, when we have not failed, does that make sense? 
Do you ever feel sometimes that you just feel that you have failed in life? But when you've realized in life that, you know what, you haven't failed. Those are thoughts and feelings that are not coming from God. Because God has said to you, you are a success. You are not a failure. You are someone that is a follower of me through your son, Jesus Christ. And because of that, you have not failed. And because of that, you can put your hope in all of those things. Doing those things that God wants you to do every day in life. A life that reflects an understanding of your relationship with God. A life that reflects the purpose that God wants you to have. And in all things, you find yourself no longer afraid, but you find yourself with a sense of confidence because you realize the comforter, the advocate, the Spirit of God is with you through His presence. And it is through that weakness and that vulnerability and that rejection as we come before God, we find the power in the relationship that God wants us to have. We find the strength, not in ourselves, but our relationship with God that helps us to identify with God and who we are in God and who we are without God. And then we see the things that we are doing in our lives is a manifestation of who we are in God. Not the perfection, because we know that we are not perfect. We know that we have our weaknesses. We know that we have our struggles. But in that understanding of that, we see the true godliness that God wants us to be. And we've talked about godliness before and what that represents. The godliness in terms of our desires to do the right thing in the decisions that we make. Our desire to want to follow God and to make those decisions that honor God. And yes, we don't always get it right. But we are reminded by the presence of God that we are to do the things that God has directed us to do. We don't always have the right attitude. Sometimes we don't always have or understand the right thing that we need to do, but yet God reminds us to do our best to do the right thing. To look at those things in our lives that honors God the compassion that God wants us to show to one another, the justice that God wants us to show to each other, the goodness that God wants us to display towards each other. And yes, each day it ebbs and flows. It goes up, it goes down, it goes up, it goes down. But you know what? What's important in that you and I have a commitment with God to us. And in that commitment, God wants us to be committed to Him. Because when things go up and down in our lives, what truly reveals who we are in God is our commitment to God. 
our commitment to God when we realize that we are not perfect when we can't do everything the way that we want it to be but yet God reminds us that he is committed to us and as we acknowledge that relationship we find ourselves also committed to the things of God and we find ourselves desiring and wanting to do the right thing because it is the submission not of our fears but of our hopes of our hopes that we have in God of our hopes that show that God we are trying so much in our lives and all the different things that we are being challenged by God we want to be the summation of our hopes in you because we know it is only in those hopes can we overcome our fears it is only in those hopes that we can truly find the peace that God wants us to have and it is in our hopes that we see that God gives us the approval of our own individual lives not the approval of others but the approval that we know in our lives that we are doing the right thing we are honoring God and we find ourselves being accepted by God and what a wonderful feeling that is feeling the acceptance of God the loving arms of God the embrace that God gives us the presence of his Holy Spirit that gives us that kiss of love, that kiss of compassion, that kiss of grace. Something that we hold on to because we realize that we have taken all of those fears and we have laid them before God and in return the presence of the Holy Spirit is there to encourage us is there to lift us up is there to inspire us is there to give us the summation of our hopes in exchange of us giving God all of our fears we in return get the hopes that God wants us to have the hopes that we can overcome the challenges that we are facing the hopes that we can overcome the things that with our own power and our own strength we know we cannot do but yet we find that hope we find that hope in the presence of God through his son Jesus Christ in our lives and we embrace those hopes and we look upon God not one that is ashamed or embarrassed or afraid but one in which we look upon God and we see those hopes and other people see those hopes in our lives and we make other people hopeful because we ourselves are hopeful and it's an attitude that just reflects and honors God in all that we do because we find ourselves looking to God we find ourselves in those moments of weakness 
we find ourselves in those moments of fear. And we find ourselves being embraced by God in which we are no longer struggling with those things that we struggle with. We are no longer fighting. We are no longer resisting. We just have that presence of God, that understanding that God gives us about each other, the understanding that God gives us about our relationship with Him, the understanding that God wants us to have that in all that we do and all that we say, brings those things together in a sense of completeness. Makes us feel that we have that connection. And it is my hope, do you feel that connection with God this morning? Not because of anything that I am saying, but because of the Spirit of God that is here with us in this chapel. The same Spirit of God that embraces you embraces me. And I am so glad that that Spirit is here with us this morning to share in our worship, to share as we lift each other up in prayer, to share and to understand that we are the summation of all of our hopes that we have in God. For that is who we truly are. Amen. Let us take a few moments and think about the times when we have not been the summation of our hopes. And it's wonderful to know that God forgives us again and again and again and that he always directs us to the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Our gracious God, we are so thankful that you have reminded us that we are not the sum of our fears. But God, we are the sum of all of our hopes in you. And God, forgive us when we have allowed those fears to overwhelm us. Allow those fears take away our hopes and God we just embrace our relationship with you now and we are so thankful that we can publicly testify to our hope in you as we take communion together to publicly say we want to be the sum of all of our hopes as we follow your Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you, God, for loving us. Amen.
For I received from the Lord what I also pass on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let us partake together. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Let us partake together. Our closing hymn this morning is number 303, I Serve a Risen Savior. God, thank you for reminding us that each day as we walk with you, 
We are the sum of our hopes of what Christ has done for us on the cross. Remind us of that, God, each day to live in those hopes. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding be with you now and forevermore. Amen. Thank you for coming.